Welcome to Hello Monday, where Rachel talks all things ballet and fitness, sharing strategies and techniques to help you start, grow, and create a thriving business using your passion for ballet and fitness. And here's your host, Rachel Withers. Hi there, hi there, and welcome to another Hello Monday. Gosh, they come around so fast, they really do. Well, um, hello and welcome to the Ballet Fitness Rooms, and on Hello Monday we talk all that is ballet, all that is fitness, all that is dance, and all that is really about having a business where you can pursue your passion and really make a difference and make a contribution. And as always, and I'm just going to move change so that I can see comments coming through. Please say hello. You always know I love to know who I'm chatting to. Say hello. Want to see lots of comments through coming through tonight, really about the topic that we're going to be talking about, which is design our life or design your life. And it's really about, hi, Deborah. Hi, Debbie. It's really about uh, thinking about how to design your life the way you want it, how to really have the fitness business the way you want it. Hi, Nicola. Great to have you here. And really, um, we're going to think of strategies and techniques to really help you and support you so that you can really think about how you actually want your fitness business to run so that it actually supports the kind of lifestyle that you want to. And today I have got a, a really incredible guest uh, with me on Hello Monday. Um, I have Adele uh, from Pure Body by Adele. Adele runs a really successful um, women's wellness um, health business. She's incredible. Her knowledge is amazing. I've known Adele now for a good few years and I'm just super, super excited to have her joining us tonight. So just before um, I bring Adele onto the, uh, onto the show, just really to say each and every one of us, we have a vision. We have a vision for our future. And really, it's important that we use that vision, what we dream of. It's important that we turn it into a reality. And this is what we're really going to be talking about now tonight, is about how to turn your vision into a reality and really how to do that so that you can really design the life, design the fitness business that you really want. And make sure that that fitness business is working for you in all aspects of your life. So that is what we're going to be really talking about tonight, because you all have a gift, you all have a passion, and the truth is that you would really be robbing yourself if you didn't use that gift, if you didn't use that passion. So we're here, this is what we're going to be talking about tonight, is really how to you can use your gift, your passion, really design your life, design your fitness business the way that you want so that you can make a real difference, make a contribution and add value to the world. So I'm just going to say, hi, Mandy, great to have you here. Super. Hi, Nancy, great to have you here. So I'm now going to add, um, invite Adele and we're going to get, we're going to get started. Hi, Adele. Great to have you. Great to have you on. Thank you. Lovely to be here. Thank you very much. So I think before we kind of really get started on talking about kind of designing your life, your fitness business and how that really can work for you, it'd be just great for the listeners to really know a little bit about you, what you're doing, um, and that would be just fantastic. Yeah, sure. No problem. 
So I um, have been in the health and wellness industry for about 25 years, <laughs> which is insane when you think how quickly time has gone. Um, I'm also a pediatric nurse. I've been a nurse for 20 years as well. And I have um, been a dancer, ballet dancer in my, my previous years, in my <laughs> teens, uh, moving into contemporary and modern and a bit of tap. So I've always been really interested in the health and fitness side. Um, I, when I was nursing, I carried on teaching all the way all the way through my, my nurse training. And um, I'm still a nurse now. So I work as a school nurse now, which has been great because it fits in well with my family. I have two teenage daughters, uh, 16 and 18 year olds. So they keep me busy, <laughs> keep me on my toes. Um, yep. And yeah, Pure Body has has grown and evolved over, over the years. I started out by teaching good old exercise to music classes, so step, but went into the Les Mills arena yeah. and the body pump stuff and spinning and literally everything. So you name it, I think I have probably taught it at some point over the years. Um, when I had my girls, I carried on teaching and I was teaching insanely back-to-back -back lessons until I was 39 weeks pregnant <laughs> with my first child. Um and unfortunately, after I'd had her, didn't have a huge amount of postnatal advice and care. And even as a nurse, you, you, you know, you, you're dealing with little people. You're not dealing with women who are postnatal. So I, I started to get a really keen interest in how to look after my body um, because I went back into teaching quite quickly and for, was fortunate not to suffer with any women's health issues. And incredibly lucky. And I do think the, the fitness element in my background had helped my body yeah. stay really strong. And I'd started to take Pilates classes when I was pregnant. So that definitely helped me. But I had lots of friends and clients who hadn't been as fortunate and had suffered quite a lot with postnatal issues, especially with um, pelvic floor concerns. So they, you know, if they sneezed or coughed or ran for the bus, they'd you know, accidentally have a leak, et cetera, which wasn't something you wanted. And a lot of women who had um, tummy gaps, so diastasis. So yeah. my, my business kind of went through an interesting transition from teaching fitness classes to carry on with the fitness but incorporating a lot of the women's wellness work which which I still still do now um, and along the way I've added in other bits and pieces so I'm a massage therapist um, just during doing my medical acupuncture at the moment which is quite interesting um, added in teaching yoga and bar and obviously ballet ballet fitness and um, nutrition so it's kind of like a really holistic holistic package that I that I offer to my lovely ladies and that's me they're, absolute, they're absolutely loving it aren't they they're, they're really yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're happy and you know and it's been you know technology such as this has been a godsend for us over the last 14 yeah. months because we've managed to carry on being present with each other and for me to be able to support them especially you know when they're still going through lots of their um transitional times with healing their body to be able to, to be able to connect still and and teach the classes and teach the wonderful ballet we fit I mean I've absolutely loved being able to teach teach my oh, classes and reaching people that you've, you've not ever met before from different parts of the country and I have ladies in Lithuania who come into classes so it's like <laughs> really nice that you can have that huge yeah. you know external reach of people as well yeah no absolutely and I will just say that we're actually working quite closely together on um, a really quite exciting project, everybody, which we, I'm not going to kind of, I'm all, 
I'm not going to announce <laughs> tonight, but um, with Adele's experience on on her, all the kind of female uh, issues that we've kind of just lightly touched upon, we're actually just putting something together that we will be kind of um, launching 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 fairly soon but um so keep your keep your eyes peeled for that guys because it's going to be super super exciting and it really will help with the audience with your clients that you are really teaching and delivering to because you found very much haven't you Adele sort of packaging the ballet be fit with the the woman's wellness has really worked exceptionally exceptionally well for you yes yeah it has and you know I've had amazing support obviously from Rachel with the mentorship program that she runs just finding a way to integrate all of my skills because when I feel um, and I know Rachel I've had this conversation lots of times that because I've got quite a varied skill set which I, I want to to bring in together as one package it, it's having somebody else give you um, a little bit more direction because when you're looking at it yourself you, you kind of tend to get lost in the weeds a bit so having Rachel there to mentor me as you know I'm so grateful for the work we've done together to, to show you a way to bring it into a package that is is sustainable for you to continue to, to do and also is attractive to the people that you're you're serving absolutely yeah Yeah, it is and I think this is where we can kind of really in a way sort of move on to I think one of one of the aspects when we uh when we talk about kind of designing our fitness business designing the life that we want we really sometimes don't think about the money element we think about our passion we think about oh how wonderful you know we're going to be really um really pursuing our passion um but uh it's really as well about how to how to focus on that money element of your business and that really is about kind of thinking about how much do you how much do you need to earn how much do you want to earn the ways that you that you want to kind of deliver your classes is it online in studio is it events is it workshops is it boot camps um you know whatever that is and Kind of, have you got any sort of tips that you found along the way with your experiences that you could really kind of share with 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 the with the guys? Yeah, so it's um, in this day and age, as we probably all appreciate, it can be quite tricky to, to find the right market. Um, so I have try to really nurture the clients that I have with me now and they've been really loyal at staying with me especially during the pandemic which is fantastic and obviously prices and ways of delivering classes have have slightly altered Um, but I found that by offering them maybe a Q&A session as well as a class either a Q&A session before the class or after the class uh, just offering them taster sessions of different services that you offer them has been really helpful to keep people's not not necessarily their interest but to offer them something extra so they feel like they're getting more more from you and that you are there to support them and that it's not just seen as a business from your side as as the instructor or the business owner it feels like you're really creating a community and I've always welcomed positive feedback or any feedback from my clients and um, we've tried to do uh like Zoom calls where we just chat to each other about how we've been and not anything to do with teaching a class, but just chatting with each other. We've, you know, when we could, we used to meet up and, and go for walks in the park. We've had nice. yeah. sessions, yeah, where we've <laughs> we've done 
a couple of gin and yin sessions. <laughs> oh, now that's really nice. A quick bit of yoga. This is when we were able to meet last summer. A quick bit of yoga and then a nice glass of gin after in someone's garden. So, you know, that kind of thing. And it's just making them know that you're there to support them but obviously keeping the boundaries between yourself and the clients because as much as I'd love to be there 24-7 obviously you've got to make sure that at some point you know when to when to close shop and you know when to say okay I'm available until six o'clock tonight on my WhatsApp group if you need me and you know I try to class myself as a women's health ambassador as well as a, yeah. as a fitness professional so yeah creating more um open spaces where we, you can have like an at-home retreat so you're doing uh, you know like a, a chat on zoom and then we do like a 20-minute zen class and then you know you go back to having a bit more of a chat and it's just trying to get them to to feel comfortable amongst themselves within their community so they also then can support each other and you know some of the ladies I've got with me have been with me for well one lady's been with me for 16 years and that's amazing yeah which is fantastic yeah and um you know she's been brilliant I haven't seen her as much in lockdown because she wasn't overly keen on zoom but she's coming back to live classes and it's just keeping that communication going and you know trying to and making time to listen to, to what they need and I always say to people you know I'm available on email if you ever need anything or and I, a couple of my ladies have called me when they've had a really bad time and it's just being supportive outside of the fitness stuff but also like I say knowing when you need to look after yourself as well which is really important. No absolutely it, it is important and I, I think um, you know, obviously boundaries are important I think uh, being a, a female woman wellness ambassador is incredible and everybody is going sounds amazing fantastic <laughs> love it like it well we're going to be you know we're going to be sharing with uh, in in, um, in a few weeks time in a month's time we're going to be sharing how, how you can do that too but um, it's I think the word listen is so so important and being being there for them because your clients come to you because they have something they have a problem that they want to solve they have a, they have a desired result that they want and to actually which is important to them so to know that you believe that it is important to you too is yeah. really the way to keep to keep your clients and if you have a client for 16 years you must most certainly have nailed the client um, um, client retention <laughs> I think you've got a staff absolutely but it is about that listening and I, I think especially right now in the I think in the female sort of space it's very hard for women because we're juggling you know, jobs, we're juggling the household, we're juggling everything, we're trying to do a fitness, we see these, uh, you know, this has kind of gone a bit off track of what we're talking about, but we see the, the celebrities that appear to have all of it. And for, for women these days, it's so hard to just be comfortable in your own skin. And I think all that you're doing is really enabling women to get to understand the health, get to understand the fitness, but also it's so much more than that, isn't it? Yeah, it is completely. And um, I think it's trying to give the women permission to understand that they don't have to be the same as the next person. And I'm, I am 
more than happy if I'm teaching a class to say I can really feel this as well you know I've never I've never wanted to be seen like um a, a diva in terms of you know you have to be doing exactly what I'm doing and you're not allowed to show how you're feeling and if you're finding it tough you've got to suck it up I'm, I've never ever wanted to teach that way because I don't feel it's actually realistic um I quite I know I I I like to try to stay quite true to the classes that I teach as well so I see lots of fusion classes happening and I think that confuses people with regards to what they wish to get out of their fitness so I try to make it quite clear that teaching a classical pilates class this is what we're doing teaching a bar class this is what we're doing but never at any point are they to feel as though anybody else is at a higher level or lower level to them trying to keep it really inclusive mm-hmm. and as you say really listening to, to what what they need and and if some some classes they're finding it too hard finding it too too fast it's, it's actually getting them to feedback to me and know that it's a safe space to say that and to say it in the class as well you know there have been times when we've been I've been teaching <laughs> teaching a bar class and you can just see that the exercise is just killing people so yeah. I'm happy to stop and say you know what let's just change it it doesn't matter let's just throw that that routine out, out the window let's just scrap that plan we'll just move on to something else and I think it's you know it's making them feel they can have that confidence to trust you as well to trust that you're not gonna make them feel silly and I think with women especially teaching different age groups and a lot of my women I've, I've been teaching them some of them prenatally and now yeah. some of the kids maybe 10 11 so again have taught them through all their that, those different life stages yes. as we are getting older it's making them understand that you can still be fit and healthy and your body might have slightly changed and be slightly different but that doesn't mean you can't be healthy fit look good feel good and it's it's not about the the aesthetics of what look like for me it's more to do with the athleticism of how they feel it's you know taking each body as it is and that's why I kind of call it pure body because I'm sure that I I'm not a person that feels I have to have a pure body in terms of I drink red wine and you know I don't have I don't have a lot of sugar but I do I do like a glass of wine and I'm I never want people to be misconstrued about what pure body means the reason I called it that is because I teach pure classes in terms of I like to keep them true to their to their essence and also it's about your body so I put it together that pure body but you know it's our body everybody's different each body has to you know go through different transitions in life so you do yeah. what you can and it's to make your body be the best for what you have so you know it's, it's always under, letting people understand that and, and and listening to them as well you know and just adapting as we change through the different life cycles I think mm. it can be and I it can be so I think it can be so difficult for women as they change through those different those different life cycles in I I think it kind of just the the different you know it's it's kind of like every decade there's a different thing that sort of springs up on you that you've kind of got to got to go through as as a as a woman and I think having that that safe that space and your classes not having and your packages and all that you offer having the simplicity about what you're delivering so that 
they're, they're, they know what it's really good as, as, a, as, a, as a client, as a customer to know actually what, what you're going to, that you understand what you're attending, you understand what you're going to get out of it. And I think the, the, the approach of being very true to the, to the form that you're delivering at the time is whatever class that may be, means that it enables your clients to really feel exceptionally safe and exceptionally comfortable in yeah. in where they're at and and knowing we we always we say we like surprises but I don't actually think we do do we? <laughs> I think you're right it's true and you know I I like I like to to put um different choreography and different exercises into each class if I can just to keep the interest going and but I like to keep the the similarity we try and keep a structure sometimes and and then sometimes we mix it up a bit so for a bar class we'll start with a warm-up and then we might just if if I feel people are a bit lethargic on that day rather than going straight into the weight section we'll, um, we'll do abs and they're like oh yeah. my god but it gets it out of the way you know and, it, and it's and also you know I've I I work in, an, in my nursing job and I teach in the evenings when I'm home I've come home, I've sorted out the kids, I've taken the dog for a walk. So there's some nights when I'm tired and there are some nights when you end up coming out with ridiculous phrases and comments and saying things that you wish to God you could take back <laughs> because it's completely faux pas and seriously embarrassing. But I'm more than happy to just laugh at myself. And I think, I hope that makes people see that I'm quite quite real. And yeah. I'm just, just like them, you know. I, I've been to lots of classes where... Um, I felt as though I can't get my leg high enough, my turnout's not good enough, and I can't stop because I look like I'm too weak. But I'm, I've just never want people to feel that way, you know. And I just, you know, there have been times when things happen, especially on Zoom, when your Zoom cuts out or your kids yeah. in Spotify, and that's always happening. My daughter's always yeah. on Spotify, and so some ridiculous rap music comes on whilst yeah. we're in a nice chill down, and it's all that stuff, and you just got to try and keep quite calm with it all and, and I just literally as you can probably tell I laugh at myself quite a lot in the classes but you know and just I just enjoy making them feel energized and even if I'm knackered at the beginning of the lesson I feel energized at the end of it yeah. and yeah. you know like I was just saying it's life cycles or stages I find it really tricky I don't ever want to really say in your third stage of life or your third age of life because I think that puts not a negative connotation on the changes we have in our lives but mm -hmm. it makes it a title and it makes it I know the words like perimenopause and menopause are official names and titles but I try and avoid using them as yeah. much as possible because we know it happens in life we don't need to be reminded <laughs> it's inevitable we can't run away from it but it's kind of trying to make make light of it in a sympathetic way and yeah just make people feel that they can continue being fit having doing a bit of cardio work being energetic stopping if they need to and as the instructor sometimes it's quite nice just walking up to the zoom camera and having a quick peek because you're literally on your last legs and <laughs> grabbing a glass of water whilst watching them so yeah a little sneaky tip like that. just look at your technique yeah, exactly <laughs> you're like, goodness like a half a second break so yeah it's just you know keeping 
keeping that realism like a thing and I think I just massively veered off on a tangent there so sorry no it's it's, it's fine <laughs> and I, I'm seeing I'm seeing lots of comments coming through and everybody's saying they love your ethos and really about how yeah uh, Rebecca's saying uh, definitely the every seven year change in lifestyle uh, somebody's saying that the 50s are quite a challenge I haven't got got the name uh, the name hasn't come through um Nancy's saying about really it's about working with the energy in a room and uh it's called uh, Nancy also says she calls it yoga practice not yoga perfect uh Debbie's saying it's about being human uh, as you you know and and really about you know about being about being it is it's about being human isn't it it's about being real it's about being us and we're getting lots and lots of likes and smileys we're getting a lot through here and if we go back to kind of the, the conversation that we kind of brought <laughs> talk about tonight really you have thought about your business and you have thought about and we're talking about the money point of view you've thought about your business you've thought about the clients you've thought about the services really that you're offering and then you've thought about type of income you want for, from your business and then you've packaged it to work for you that's the way you've really kind of done your done your processes isn't it yes it is and um I've done a little bit of reverse processing as well which I know we talked about Rachel and mentorship and sometimes when you are starting your business out you can't see the wood for the trees and the money blocks you and you're you're thinking how on earth am I going to make this a sustainable job sustainable income and I know for myself I I think very far into the future and then I I I get worried that I'm not going to be able to hit those targets so things that obviously we've talked about in our mentorship sessions are getting a monthly target you know in your head and getting and and not being fearful of hitting that target because some months you'll hit it some months you'll you'll over exceed what you're expecting to get and there are some months when you might have a quieter income stream but you know that you've got the the ability there to continue to, to to offer these services so I have done a couple of things over the last few years and especially actually during during lockdown where I I want to over the next five years I thought I'd get a big a big five-year plan going yeah. is to I love five-year plans yeah, they, they go so fast is to become fully self-employed and yeah. and just love the, the women that I I want to work with um but at the moment because my eldest is about to go off to uni in September I can't believe I'm saying those words um I and I want to I, I love my nursing I'm, I'm keeping a bit of uh, part-time employment alongside my fitness business and again when we're talking about the um, reverse processing it's knowing how much you need to earn per month as a, as a ballpark yeah. and sometimes it's I think it's a good idea to to overestimate what you need because then if and, and you know you need to have your core finance yeah. you need to pay for so it's working out your essentials as I'm sure we, we all do anyway and it's making sure that you can work out per hour this is what I've learned to do what you need to earn which includes your planning before your sessions the delivery of your sessions any note taking after your sessions especially if you're doing any one-to-one teaching or coaching the travel time that's included and you want to come out with a ballpoint hourly rate that you want to get 
and it's starting those those processes it's having a figure in mind and then reverse processing to see how much you need that month and how many clients you need and it's, it's just working out like the, the, the logistics and having it written down somewhere and trying to stay within those those margins and how many private clients you may need how many group classes you may need um, and, and it's having that idea in your mind and I'm a massive believer in visualization I've got my my Marla my Marla beads on which <laughs> I literally am wearing constantly at the moment because yeah. I really do think visualization and making it really specific can hugely help you mindset over your money is massive and again Rachel and I have talked about this in my mentorship sessions and I tell you they've been invaluable and all the support I get from obviously Sarah and Kate and everybody else, it's, you know, the whole Ballet Be Fit team have, I know that if I, many times I've emailed Rachel and I've just gone, oh my God, what do you think about this? And it, having someone bring you back into reality sometimes, <laughs> which I know I'm good at going off. Um, but yeah, it's just having, having that target in your mind and being comfortable also to, to, to not how to explain to clients why you charge what you charge being confident to say I want this is what I charge and then if they ask you why you can explain well I offer you this service this service it's not about well you know I want to make make this much per hour it's being confident in your ability to say well I can give you this and you know and and one thing I've learned as well is when somebody wants to work in business with you you tell them the price and you then go quiet. You let them digest it. You don't, you don't say, oh, it's 50 pounds because da 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 da. You just say, oh, it's 50 pounds and then wait. Because <laughs> I like to, you know, explain why, but it seems to work. It seems they take time to digest and then they come back to you. So yeah, it's just confidence, I think. And money mindset is huge. Definitely. It, it is. It's uh, having the right money mindset. It's, it's understanding that you are worth what. Mm-hmm what you're going to charge and you are you know that because you've done your homework you know you know where you are in the marketplace you know that you offer something different something specialized Mm -hmm. and by having that confidence in what you're delivering by knowing that then yeah you can charge more you can be confident with that and yet silence is is key it is not to over over explain what you what you're delivering it's to go it is this and this is where I think um and I've touched on this this is where it's important to understand who your ideal client is they've got to want to to pay you for your service it's not about trying to reach out to everybody in a hope that they're going to pay you it's about thinking about who your clients are are you meeting their needs and is it important enough for them that is their problem important enough for them to want to solve it so that they are wanting to pay you and that's where having that whole um really focused on designing your business right from the beginning and designing what you're offering and designing it the right clients is going to mean that you're not going to have that same that same money struggles because it's set up right from the beginning and you're not you're not trying to just get anybody through the doors that because you're going to get if you do it that way you're going to get people through your doors that actually don't see your value don't see your contribution and then you 
it's then you do lose confidence. It's about going, standing firm and going, this is what I'm going to deliver. This is how I'm going to be de- delivering it and be effective in how then, then you can be infect- effective in how you market to, to those, those clients as well, because you understand them. And that way you can charge what, what you're worth. And it's important to, to do so. The, the business has got to work for you at the end of the day, hasn't it? You know, that's the thing. Yeah. And it, it, it does. And like you say, it's trying to fit it. It's trying to adapt it around your, around your lifestyle. And I mean, I've, like I said, I've been teaching since what, I think 1995 or whatever time, maybe how I think it was then. And obviously things have, things have changed in, in terms of my my direction in my business and I was guilty and I and you know Rachel sometimes I still am of trying to want to help everybody and because I know that I've got all these different things I can help I can use these different skills I've done a lot of work obviously with with yourself and 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 on my own trying to find that that niche and I constantly still work on it and it's getting clearer and better and like you say you've got to think about you as an individual what makes you have a usp you know what makes you be unique to to the person who maybe is teaching down the road to you and it's also making sure that you don't come outside of your your self-beliefs in terms of what the amount of hours you want to work and you know when i when i became more self-employed just before covid hit I was spending hours, hours and hours doing um, social media work and um, just uh, and trying to reach so many different people. And it, it wasn't as effective as it could have been because I, I was way too broad. Yeah. And I did feel as though I was spending all hours of the day on my laptop working. And, and I did have to take a step back and take a check of myself and think, this is not why I'm doing this. You know, I'm doing this, A, to help other women also to build a sustainable business, but sustainable, not just financially, but for my life and also my family. Because, you know, there's no point you burning out if then you can't be there for for not just your your clients, but your family as well. You know, one of my big whys has always been to, to show my children that you can work hard and be successful and you can have downtime and you you can do what you want to do and you can be who you want to be and there was probably a spate of few months where I didn't have that downtime so it was remembering all of the things that we're talking about about why did I start to design this business and I lost my way slightly and I think it it was quite scary because obviously COVID suddenly hit just as I'd launched a couple of my other services so we were all quite frightened I think in the fitness industry because we weren't sure how things were going to work how direction things were going to go in but it is, yeah. yeah totally and then obviously we, we we adapted and things were fine but it is keeping true to why you signed this business in the first place for your lifestyle because if you're de-energized and flat yourself how can you possibly deliver and give the energy to others and like you said they come to you with a problem and it's it's, it's making sure that you don't make it about you because if you're exhausted you're gonna that's gonna feed back onto others and you know if, if you feel like you can't give yourself headspace to clear your own mind and have your own mental energy how are you going to be able to help other people with their problems and you know I think a lot of it is simplifying things down and you know, in my website was was 
quite busy yeah. and I've really brought it down to make it well and I think still work can be done on it to make it clear that I'm helping you you know this is your pain point I can help you with this pain point but it's also then remembering that I have to think about making sure I haven't got that pain point because then <laughs> I'm helping anybody else so yeah the the, the work-life balance is is huge and and it's something that you must incorporate into designing your own business absolutely definitely and it and and I really like when you you, and we'll go into kind of the work-life balance a little bit more but it is it's about not being broad it's about depth it's making that depth and I know that we really spoke about what your mission statement was who you were delivering to and then you're getting the message we're going deeper into where you're going rather than that breadth that where you're not really targeting any you know kind of anywhere and then I do think it is so important to as we're touching upon now is really design your business design your life so that you you've got those boundaries of how many hours that how many hours are you going to spend on be be strict with be strict with yourself really a discipline discipline yourself to go these are my hours of work this is what I'm going to be doing this is I have this downtime and you know really plan that out and make sure that you know that you spend time with your family I know I'm I think lockdown's been quite um quite difficult in the fact that you can feel that you've got your family around you but actually you're not spending time with them and I I can say that I was slightly guilty of that really in the early stages of lockdown more last year. I started to channel because there wasn't much, it wasn't you know, kind of much else to do, was there? But my, you know, it's, it's me and my two, you know, my two kids and mine are 19 and, and 20. And they'd say, you're just, we're not, we're not talking. We're not, we're in different rooms and we're not having that time together because sometimes you get too absorbed into into everything else so it is really important to kind of go no I'm finishing tonight it's so easy to go I'll just reply to that email I'll just finish that off oh a message has just come through I'll just answer that and you can be even kind of we have our phones don't we and something pings through and you think I'll just answer that and actually then you've removed yourself from your from your family time or your time with your friends, and it's it's about having that discipline, um, uh, really, to kind of go. No, actually, it's time to stop now. And Nicola is uh, just sharing with us that she throws herself into things and then she burns out, so she has to be aware to rest and not and try not to do too much at once. And and I think that that's where it comes in. What you were saying, Adele, about setting setting your tasks and setting your what your your objectives are for each month and setting your targets for each month and being realistic about it I think you should always be over ambitious to assert you should always stretch yourself we want to stretch ourselves out of the comfort zone to get where we need to be but at the same time it really is about going this this is step stage one this is stage two and this is um stage three whatever it is and and do it that way instead of going next week I'm going to have my fitness business up and running I'm going to have like a hundred clients all in all in all done you can't and I'll have my social media going out for on every single platform (laughs) every 
focus on one social media platform, mm-hmm. focus on another, isn't it? It's, and I know we've talked about that yeah. a lot, really. Yeah, we have. And, it, and it's, um, it's trying to not look at others as well and look at other, other businesses because you don't know how long they have been building this business because often you see all of a sudden someone's got this amazing product or, or offering that they've launched, but it could have taken them five years to get there. And you, you look at it and think, oh, my goodness, I want to do that. And then that, that can sometimes get you into a bit of a tailspin, which then takes you away more from your family time and knowing that you need to stop stop at a certain point. And, you know, even now when I get emails coming through, if, you know, you're you're just checking emails, which you never should do before you go to bed, and I'm guilty of sometimes, and you'll see an email come up, somebody asking you a question about a class or a private session. It's like, I'm not answering it. I'm not going to do that because I, I need a clear headspace and I need to think about when I've got available time to see them because one thing that I know I've done in the past when I've been so so pleased that I've got people that, that are working with me I've I've over committed and then I've ended up having no time no spare time to, to have yeah. down time to process the work I've done with them and so uh, you know you sometimes when you're especially when you're first starting out or you're, you feel like you're competing against others who are nearby because we all have competition, which is healthy. You worry that if you don't say, yes, I'm free tomorrow straight away, that they may move on to other people. But you have to stay with that confidence in yourself that they came to you for a reason. And, you know, if they see your value, they will wait for you. And, it's, you know, I've learned to be more honest about to myself and say, I can't take anybody else now for the next two weeks. I'll explain to, to people that I have these free slots available and it's sticking to those f- slots that you offer yeah. because in the past I was so much so keen to say oh when 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 are you free and they might say oh seven o'clock tomorrow night and then you think I don't want to do that but I don't want to say no because yeah. I asked you that question so now I send them available times that I have and say which of these fit for you rather than so you have to make sure you feel confident to take control of that part of your business too and you know know when you want to say no and absolutely about saying no because you know you've you've got to you can't fit everything into everything and and especially if like myself you you only have at the moment a, a, um, a couple of days that I dedicate two days a week two and a half days a week to my business and I a couple of evenings a week and then obviously the other times I'm doing my nursing job you can't overload yourself because then you then you can't deliver quality and you know it's remembering it's not the quantity it's the quality that you want to deliver and so there's just lots of things to consider and you just gotta that's why you need the headspace I think to sit down and think about it and just let yourself breathe because otherwise it just gets so overwhelming that even though you might not have physical burnout, you can get emotional burnout so quickly. And, and that goes against the reason why you started it in the first place. So, you know, it's kind of like, bring it, bring it back. Yeah, so. It, it really does. I think it does. And um, from, and I'll go from a, a sales point of view here, um, just a tip, is if you um, kind of hold back and make, the, the client think that you're thinking, oh, well, actually, are they a good fit for my business? Mm-hmm. Um, people naturally want what they can't have. 
Um, and and it's that psychological kind of um, technique that you can that you can use if you are so so um, offering all the time. Again, it doesn't it doesn't give the right message to your clients, and it de- it completely devalues you. It completely does that, and it's about these are my terms, and it's whether you fit right for my business as a cl- you know as a as a client that we are a, a good fit. It's about being a good fit together because if you're not, then you're not going to serve them properly anyway, because um, you will be burned out because you're doing too much or you'll you'll just be at the end of the day thinking oh here's my eight o'clock client here's my nine o'clock client oh I'm, I'm shattered you, you you're not gonna you're just not gonna deliver so mm. it's it's about that and I think when you it, I find when you step back and go well this is what I can offer for you have a think about it if it's not right for you that's okay that's fine come back to me maybe in a couple of months time when maybe it is right for you reach reach back to me but um it's you can't be always giving there is the boundaries and and everybody's saying mandy's saying no when to say no uh debbie's saying so true you don't want to end up kind of hating your business do you you don't want to resent your business you don't want to resent your clients because you're delivering things that you didn't set out to set out to do really exactly and, and what I've started to do in, in the last um, six months or so is it, exactly like you're saying Rachel to find out whether we're I'm compatible with a client because especially um, it's slightly different when in a group class because you, you have a different energy that you give to yeah. the class I mean you always I, you, you always give the same energy but it's a different energy and it's a different feedback that you get from them but if you're working on a one-to-one basis and especially with women's health where yeah. you do have very frank questions very frank questions about things. <laughs> yeah. you, you you literally know everything about them in in certain aspects and I think for me specifically because um I do say on my website that I am a nurse people open up even more which is brilliant but you know you have a very intimate relationship in a yeah. sense so you have to feel confident that you can be honest with them and that they they need to feel they can be confident with you and so what I I do now and have done for a while is I do a 15 minute free consultation on zoom but I send them a health questionnaire form first which again is very detailed about not just their fitness but their women's health side of things a lot of medical questions and then we have the the 15 minute consultation and if they don't like the way that I um speak about things or or you know that they they I feel that they're not giving me the true story and I then know that I could give them a million different exercises a million different techniques and they're never going to go away and do it they're never going to go away and do their homework so they're not going to get the results sometimes you can sense that with people straight away I don't want them then coming to me and giving me their money to then walk away without a result because a, I don't want them to have have not gained anything, and yeah. also from a business point of view, it's not good for your business. Yeah. Someone said, "Oh well, I went to Adele and I did this six week course and nothing changed." That doesn't reflect well on you, but it's probably it could be because they weren't doing the exercises and the, the work at home. They weren't committed. Yeah. They weren't committed, and they, exactly, you you have to feel that you've got their commitment, and they have to feel they've got your commitment and you know your energy and and your trust. So having the 15 minute consultations, I think are great for me because, you know, 
you, you can't see a person's personality or feel it in an email. And I know that's often how we work. And everybody has a different way of yes. contacting yeah. people. And I've just found that with us all, a lot of us now being more comfortable to be on on um, Zoom and Teams or whatever, that it, it's helped to get that deeper connection for me with, with my clients. Um, and it's it's actually shown me that that niche can be, you know, a, such an important thing that, you know, I've had a couple of women in the past who have come to me for different services and they've, they've tried to decrease the cost by at least half of what I'm asking them or telling them or explaining to them the cost yeah. of it. And I felt as though they, they weren't seeing the true value of what they were going to be gaining. And, yeah. you know, in, in the end, we didn't work together because I just didn't feel that they had the commitment and, you know, it's, it's knowing that perhaps that wasn't my my ideal client after all. And, you know, I need to then reflect on that and see what it was that didn't make us compatible. Yeah. Um, and it takes time, you know, and it's I think it's, it's always a work in progress as well. And, you know. It, yeah. It is a work in progress. Um, I can see the sun shining on my face. I'm going like, um, it, is, it, is, it is a work in progress. And. Even from a class point of view, if you've got a client coming to your class, uh, doing one class and then missing for a while, you're you're saving that space for that particular client, yeah. which you could be offering it to somebody else. A conversation needs to be needs to be had, saying, "Are you truly committed to attending these classes? Mm-hmm. Because you're not going to get the most out of these classes if you come one one week, not another week. Then you might come for three. I'm holding the space uh, for." Uh, you're attending I can't offer it to somebody else it, it, it's all of that whether it's on a one-to-one or in a class there has to be the client has to be committed to wanting to get the result that you're offering otherwise they're gonna it isn't it just isn't good for it just isn't good for your business really no, exactly and and because I even before even before COVID I mean at the moment in the class we can only have six people in, 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 in a lot of the studio spaces that I work in but even before that I didn't really like going above 10 would be an absolute maximum yeah. I always liked about eight people in my class because you can give them that more bespoke attention and like you say if you've got a couple of clients who you haven't seen well You've got people who want you want to stay loyal to the clients you've had, but then you know you don't want to stop other people coming in that need to be within that that fitness group. And it's not just maybe for their just their fitness; they might need it for their mental health and their socialization. They might not have anybody else at home, so you have to think about all of those factors. You know, I that's absolutely right. You need to make sure that the clients you have feel they want to be there and they they need to they maybe have a a target in mind that they they want to reach yeah um yeah we've got you back i think we lost a bit of connection there i think we've got you back now again sorry (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I lost my train of thought sorry um so yeah, yeah. it's like you say to, to keep that communication communication going with your clients is, is crucial for many reasons yeah so, mm. 
Absolutely. And I've just got a question through and I'm just going to read this out and it's from Mandy. Uh, And you could probably best answer this rather than than me, actually, uh, Adele. Um, I won't put in I'm an ex-nurse on my site. Is this wrong or a good thing not to get too personal? Um, What's your thoughts on on that? Um, Do you know, Mandy, it's one of those things where I had someone call me the other day um they'd been walking randomly they've been walking i live near hampton court palace so they've been walking past the palace they'd seen an exercise session outside and she'd googled pilates classes in the local area and mine came up and she she liked the fact that i said i was a nurse on there um and she said she felt more confident with somebody who had a medical background and a medical medical knowledge um because she just felt safer that if she had an, an issue for whatever reason that I would possibly have possibly hopefully have a bit more knowledge maybe than some other people so I, I don't think it would be wrong to put it on there I think actually it would um even though you may not be working in the profession now you've still got the knowledge and the experience of being a nurse in the past and um people do they do like to find comfort and safety and trust in people so I think it would it would benefit your you by putting it on there I don't see how it would be incorrect or too much information to give people because you know they they sometimes people like to have that understanding that people understand more about your body more about the anatomy side of things but also likewise I guess it depends on what your what your business is and what it is you're promoting the area that you specifically work in because I know I'm aware that many many instructors may not have um medical backgrounds they may they may specialize in just one discipline and you know it's it's not necessarily the medical side of things that make my business how it is it's it's you know the way that you're delivering your service and and what the off the services you're offering to people and the nursing bit just fits in nicely with the fact I do women's health and I think that that helps my side of the business because we do talk quite medically about their conditions and I work a lot with women's health physios so I've got a lot of connection that way through my medical side but if you don't have that part of your business then you know you may not find that having the nurse um element there is is going to be any more supportive for you i don't know if that answers your question but i i think i I, but mandy let us know if that that's really um really helped you Uh, realistically it's it's your choice as to how it fits or doesn't fit for for your business mandy but um Adele's experience she's found is really had a benefit for for her business to to say that uh, she's a, she's the nurse. So it's really it's how it works. It again depends on the clients that you are hoping to attract, want to attract for your business, and really seeing if it's if it's something that's that's relevant to to actually add on to your message and and how you're going to deliver. So I hope that helps you, Mandy. Um, let us know if um, if it has. That would be good to know. So I think we'll kind of just move on to one other sort of area. I think in terms of designing your kind of business, we've talked about really your budget, your finances. We've talked about getting the the balance between your professional and your personal life in terms of family. I think the kind of the 
next kind of thing to really think about is just your environment because that fits in uh, really with the balance of how often and where and how you're delivering so what have you, what's your experiences what have you found and I, I think uh, lockdown's changed our thoughts on the work environment in, in fitness uh, quite a bit really. Yeah it definitely has I mean I, I before obviously COVID we were I was always in a studio um, and we've got the, I teach in a, in a lovely studio not not far away which has got lots of parking and it's really nice and light and airy and it's really it is it is nice um, and it's a place that my clients like to come um, but then obviously when lockdown happened and we transitioned straight away onto Zoom it's incredible how how much people have have actually adapted so well to that um, and the way I'm the way forward for my business is I'm going to do a hybrid of both because I do have some clients who they're not necessarily fearful of coming back into a studio, but they've just found it a lot more convenient to be to be at home. If you know if they can, if they're late from work, they don't have to worry about getting to the class, getting stuck in traffic. You know, they I, I offer them the option of if they want to do some classes on Zoom, they can. If they want to come into the studio, they can. It's obviously two different price brackets, and I have explained to them that. If they want to do that, they probably will have to purchase a packet of both. Yeah. You know, a certain um, period of time, because otherwise, logistically for your business, it's going to be really complicated. Or you offer you offer another package where you have a package where you offer six classes, three are online and three are in person. So, you know, and I think it's it's keeping that flexibility if you want to, obviously, of offering the two different environments so being back in studio if for people that want to be there and still offering them the option of a zoom as well or whatever live stream you use um because you know you we i have found that it's as much as it's nice to have a lovely studio around you it's more about the connection between your clients it's more about how you deliver the classes it's more about keeping the energy up in whichever platform you're using it's about you know making sure people understand they don't need a huge amount of space necessarily to be in the classes yeah. and we have we've created some really interesting props out of stuff at home you know using towels and bottles of water and, and tin cans and paper plates and all sorts of different things you know and um, dressing gown ropes and you know lots of like that one yeah yeah <laughs> lots lots of things that you know you can use to to, to have accessible fitness and I think it's yeah. it's made it interesting to show people that you can accessibly access fitness from your own home without having to spend a fortune on particular props and equipment because you can you can use what you have and you can still get the same fitness benefits from it and like I said before it's about the emotional connection with people it's about them having that contact even if it is on a screen they may not have spoken to anybody all day and then they see people and you know they, they can have a chat and it's it's just it's nice to have a chat before and after the class you know for five minutes obviously you've got to keep your, your boundaries yeah. for your time and everything. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. yeah so you know, exactly two hours after your class but, um 
So I think I've done, you know, a couple of surveys with my ladies and we, we haven't gone back into studio yet, even though we could have done from the 17th because some of them just aren't ready to go back yet. And some of them just need to get over the feeling of not being lazy, they've told me. <laughs> and lazy in terms of they can they be bothered to get in a car and drive to the studio? So I think they're psyching themselves up <laughs> to get back into that. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's, it's great to know that in both environments, you can you can offer a really successful service to them. And yeah, it is different when you can't see them in the flesh and you can't adjust them. But, you know, it's, 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 it's worked and it's worked well. And it, the business has, has grown, which is great. That's fantastic. It's fantastic. So before we say um, kind of good night tonight, I'm just going to kind of recap and then I'm going to ask Adele just to uh, tell you listeners where you can kind of reach out to Adele if you want to attend any of her classes or, you know, packages. So really think about uh, when you are designing your life, designing your business, think about your finances, think about your money, really think about that business, what you need in, think about the cost, think about how that's going to, is it a part-time business, that fitness business that you're doing, a side, is it going to be full-time, really think about the the long-term goal of your business, then think about kind of the, how that impacts on your personal life, how often do you want to see your friends and your family, make sure that you have your boundaries with your clients, really think about Think about that and then make sure that the environment that you're working in works for you. Make sure, is it in the studio? Is it online? Is it a combination of both? And really think about all of that and look at all those areas and then put them together and look at the end goal and really how you want to design your fitness business. Who are your clients? Why are you doing it? And think of those areas of your business. And then you can get the solid foundations to start a business that you can really um, grow and scale on your own terms, because that's what it's all about. It has to be on your terms so you don't get burnout. So I hope, guys, that you have really, and Mandy's just, um, I just, uh, Mandy's saying thank you. It really did, really did help. So, uh, Mandy's really, thank you for that Adele Amanda said uh, your advice really really did help there so before we close um tonight's hello Monday it'd be great Adele if you could just kind of tell everybody how they can reach out to you yeah of course so it's um pure body by Adele is my um, website so www.purebodybyadele.co.uk I'm on Instagram with the with the same same tag name tagline whatever what it's called <laughs> I just asked the team can you put um, Adele's website into the comments box so everybody can see please that would be fantastic Thank okay you. and yeah I teach um in two different places so I don't know if anybody is near me in Surrey uh, Thames Ditton in a studio there and also starting from next week in East Molsey which is just down the road and also on Zoom so I'm going to keep keep teaching on Zoom um, so offering yeah all my my services on there plus the the one-to-one on Zoom as well if anybody wanted any any if anybody wanted any work for their pelvic floor health yes well I <laughs> I know Adele is amazing at what she does, truly amazing. And uh, as I say, uh, Adele and myself have kind of worked, uh, really worked together for uh, a good couple of years now. I think it, it's, it's, it's flown. And it has flown. And so 
I would really like to say a massive, massive thank you for you uh, joining me tonight. You've been inspiring. Everybody's saying how what an inspiration you are, and um, thank you for thank you for the talk. We've had a really good Thanks. a good Thanks. session. Thank you very okay. much for having me. It's right. well, great to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you so, so much. Okay. Right, so um, just before we close, uh, we won't be having a Hello Monday next week because I believe it's a bank holiday and I'm going to set my boundaries. My boundaries are I'm having a break on bank holiday Monday. So <laughs> there you go, you see, I'm doing what I, doing what I teach. Um, also, what I would love to say to you is I know a lot of you were there at the challenge. Um, I do have a really exciting opportunity for you if you would like to um, write a chapter in my latest book, um, which is really going to be incredible. You get the opportunity to tell your story. You get the opportunity to say why you do your passion and you get the opportunity to really share with the readers uh, some strategies this is a great opportunity for you to get your name, to be the expert out there. We provide a media page for you. We provide press releases for you. Um, this is a fantastic opportunity. We're going to put a link in here for you. I know that we've um, been on for an hour, so I'm not going to go into it fully. If you are interested, if you ever have wanted to be an author, if you've ever wanted to have um, a bestseller, because we will have a bestseller with this, the book is don't wait in the wings. Check out the link there. Have a look at it. DM me, message me, message the team. We will give you the details. We have um, had, we've got, so far, we've got an incredible, incredible group of ladies already going to be writing um, chapters in the book. We've not got many spaces left. So if you are wanting to do this, if it is something that you want to do, please Step out of your comfort zone, take action. I'm going to say, don't wait in the wings. Step out onto centre stage and let us know and we can really help you. And then the next thing I'm just going to really say to you is right now, um, I have my amazing journal and planner that will really help you get organised. It's got monthly uh list to-do list for you it talks about social media it talks about really manifesting the uh, life of your um, dreams so check out that planner we'll put the link in there it's on the shop we've been talking about being organized we've been talking about designing your life your fitness business that is really one for you as well so and as always check out our membership if you're not an instructor check out what we do message we're here to really here to support you so Thank you, everybody. Hi, Rosa. Um, good to see you. So I would like to say a massive thank you to you all for joining us tonight on our Hello Monday. A massive thank you to Adele. She has been uh, absolutely incredible. And we will see you not next week, but the week after for another Hello Monday. Take care. Check everything out in the Bally Fitness Rooms. Everything's in there for you. Lots of training, lots of information. Take care, everybody. Have a great rest of your evening, day, afternoon, whatever. All right. Look after yourselves, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to Hello Monday. Be sure to visit the Ballet Fitness Room to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. Join us next time for more tips and techniques. Bye for now.